start. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Yes, I, I'm currently currently working, currently recording. Good. So yeah. Anyways, okay. we were just chatting yeah. about Neil Marshall having the descent, and he's doing um, what's it called? Uh, oh, Hellboy. Boy. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's some little movie called Hellboy. Some you know. Yeah. And I think we've all heard of it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's gonna. He does look great. I 100% agree. He does look great. David um, Harbour, yep. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm worried because I really enjoyed the Ron Perlman. You know, I thought he was great for Hellboy. Which one did you like better, like the very first one or? Uh, I think so. Um, I think so. Name? Del Toro's version. Hmm. You know, I think I like the first one better simply because in Del Toro's version, the uh, CGI got way overblown way overblown yeah. and, that, and that shouldn't be Del Toro's thing you know what I mean he's better at the he's better at puppets and stuff like that yeah yeah wait wait I, I thought both uh, both Hellboy movies were Del Toro the original was yeah. I thought the oh was yeah it was yeah, what it was. was it yes, yeah, the first the first movie was Del Toro you've been lied the reason, to the reason it looks different is because the studio at the time didn't have enough confidence and in letting him do precisely what he wanted to do, only after Hellboy was successful um, did they give him the ability to do what he wanted, which was to use, of course, a lot more of the puppetry and stuff that we saw in the uh, – I personally, I think the strongest of the two is the second movie. Wow. That's, that's for me. I, I had even no idea he did the first yeah. one. So, yeah. wow. I like I liked the first one more. It's a little more character driven. Oh, my God. Mila Jovovich is going to be in the new one. Love her. Is she going to be the uh, love interest, or what's her? She's going to be Nimue, the Blood Queen. Um, Sign me up! Oh my god! And Ian McShane's going to be in it. Like, sign me up right now. (laughs) I am there. (laughs) You have my ticket. (laughs) Well, yeah, just uh, tapping these actors that we we know so well from like American Gods, uh, Stranger Things, and, and Mila Jojovich from like the Fifth Element Everything. and Resident Evil series. That reminds me, uh, how was American Horror Story last night? Anybody watch that, or am I the only nope. one? I, I don't did watch it. not. Oh, you guys don't I, watch I, it? Okay. I haven't. Um, not yet. I watched the I first couple it. episodes of like the first season, and I got bored and just stopped. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't my yeah, thing. It, it had a couple of good seasons, you know what I mean? Out of the seven seasons it's had, I think probably four pretty solid. I heard Lady Gaga was in one of them, wasn't she? Yeah, and she, and she does all right. I gotta give her credit. As an actress, she does well. Hmm. Yeah, true story. <laughs> great. True horror mm-hmm. story. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so since we haven't really talked to you, Rake, in like a month and a half, nearly two months. Yeah. How's your we life been? That way. Life's good. <laughs> uh, thanks Life's for that. Good. I, I, the last, uh, last good, last movie I saw was, was a big letdown. What was it? Dark Tower. Uh, Dark, yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think Dark Tower oh. was the last movie I saw at the. No, it wasn't the last movie I saw at the theaters. I went and saw it, of course. Um, actually, yeah, that was my gap right there between Dark Tower and it. It's two Stephen King movies. Yeah, naturally, and I'm glad I saw it second because otherwise it would have ruined it. Yeah, you know I mean, if I had seen you. it first and then Dark Tower, I'd have been like, uh, man. what the fuck happened? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's like you couldn't have two adaptations, uh, Stephen King adaptations, that were more polar opposite in terms of the quality and the level of craft and care, you know, screenplay wise. Although I'm Uh, not a big fan of Pennywise with the buck teeth. I'm not. Sorry, he's not a rabbit. I mean, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought I thought he he did a great job. Oh no, he did absolutely. But in terms of just the visual, you know what I mean, just. I think he'd have been fine with just regular teeth. He didn't need the fangs, buck, buck fangs, yeah, well, yeah. Or whatever they are. Buck fangs, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. It did add a cool effect though, because he had those teeth in. Uh, what's his face? Skarsgård would drool, and they decided just to keep it in there because it looked like he was like drooling over his next kill. I thought that was oh. a cool effect. <laughs> so the product was good, but yeah, I understand they're kind of awkward looking. Yeah. But yeah, I was the, uh, I hadn't seen, I still haven't seen the original It, so going into this, it was all new for me. So that opening scene, I was just like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought too. Like when that, you know what I mean? When that little boy got his 
arm bit off, I was like, that's pretty awesome. Like, somebody's going to wake up. Like, this is a nightmare yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I wondered what the tone of the movie would be, like, in terms of how gory slash horror related it would be. And I'm like, hmm. And then when that happened, I was like, I'm in for a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's when you're like, they're not going to hold back. They're going for it. It's going to be yes. very true Stephen King style. Like, it's you're, brutal. You're exactly right. Well, okay, so um, for people that are listening to us talk here, they're probably thinking, am I in the right (laughs) review? Uh, Are they they talking about the Kingsman, the Secret Service, or did they possibly upload the wrong wrong file? (laughs) Uh, No, actually, we are, in fact, uh, here to talk about Kingsman. We were just decided to hit record and, you know, chit-chat a little bit uh, leading up to us actually discussing the movie. So, but I guess we should probably move into actually reviewing Kingsman. Don't you think so? Yeah, for sure. Should we? Okay. All right. Uh, this movie was interesting. Oh, okay. That's well, all we're going to get out of you? Interesting? Okay. Just start. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. well let, me, let me run down through the, the facts here. So, Kingsman, The Secret Service, it came out in 2015, actually February 13th, 2015. It was directed by Matthew Vaughn, uh, written by Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. Uh, runtime of two hours, nine minutes. Had a budget, a healthy budget, of about $81 million. Damn. And a gross of $128 million. That's good profit. A little over $128 million. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a movie that has a lot of fans, obviously. And I, I'm interested to hear... What either of you has to say about this, I know that we pegged this as a movie that we wanted to review months ago because The Golden Circle was going to be coming out, and we wanted to review that, which we'll be doing next week. Uh, we'll be going to see that movie, I think, in the next few days. I know I will. Um, so let's kind of go around the proverbial room here and give me your general thoughts on Kingsman. Um Sarah, since you never saw it until, what, today, yesterday? Yesterday. Okay. Uh, What did you think of Kingsman? So, like, I kind of run the gamut on emotions about this movie all through the entire film because it's kind of like... It's not cohesive through the whole film. It kind of jumps all over the place in structure and design. Like the very beginning, you you have the amped up rock music and it immediately gets cut and you're going instantly into a guy like getting it and die. It's just like, it's such a like, okay, I thought we were going to like get into some real fight scenes, but it's like immediately music stops. Someone dies, very somber, go into mourning for this person kind of thing. It's like, what is happening? Uh, But... The beginning was very awkward. The first ten minutes is just like, what? What do you? Did you go through directors? Like it just seems very weird. But after those first ten minutes, there's everything else is fine. It's quite cohesive. You get a few weird moments, but from the most part, I did really like it. And there's one line in this movie that I'll talk about later. That is the greatest line I've ever heard in my entire life, wow. and I will use it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Did, was it was it a Sam Jackson nope. uttered line? Nope. Oh, Colin okay. Firth. Huh. We'll talk about okay. it. But yeah, okay. I was just the beginning was weird for me, but after that I was okay. And the ending was weird for me too. But everything oh. in the middle I liked. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh Raker, what about you? Uh highly enjoyed it. I was fortunate to have seen it in the theater back in two thousand what fourteen, did we say? Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, excuse me, I'm ahead of my time. Uh <laughs> great movie i mean I, I i loved it i absolutely loved it for everything from the soundtrack to the action scenes oh my gosh if you're a fan of action scenes and especially fighting violent scenes the church this, oh my you know what that scene when i'm 100 years old and ready to die and they say hey <laughs> out of all the movies you've seen what's what's one of the best fight scenes you've ever seen and i will say Kingsman, mm-hmm. like the church, the church scene was just absolutely so it well was choreographed. Killer. Yeah. Now they did they did speed it up a little bit, you can tell, mm-hmm. but they they kind of had to. I mean, you know, that was like kind of the, you know, you you're, you were trying to get through that scene. My God, if they'd have done that in real time, you know what I mean? It would have been an extra yeah. five minutes probably. So, but I, I think it worked well. I've seen movies where they speed up the action sequences and it looks out of place. 
Um, it worked in this, I think, a lot in, due to the music also. You know what I mean? They were doing a free bird, yeah. which was pretty cool to do free bird to that scene. That was very creative, in my opinion. Yeah. Love that scene. Um, just, you know, the, I, I have a hard time not – and I'm not a big uh, – when I hear that British accent stuff going on, that drives me nuts after about 10 minutes. Oh, that charms and, me right off. <laughs> no, so yeah, most most people most people think it's cool, or women think it's hot, or whatever. It is, but okay, <laughs> but me, it drives me bonkers. But for whatever reason, in this movie, I'm cool with it. You know, I, I usually don't like foreign set movies, but you know, not that Britain's like you know. It's because <laughs> it's like you know nobility and gentlemen yeah, with it. Yeah. Like it's. I think maybe that's why I can handle it, but I I really and it's like very strong accents oh, yeah. you know what i mean it's not it's not like a bunch of americans trying to sound british <laughs> i mean these guys have some very broken broken english um you know with that british accent and i still i'm still completely cool with it uh, you know i i can't think of much i don't like about this movie you know i i just i know it's kind of a corny popcorny <laughs> movie um because it's definitely not very deep you know it, it's strictly there for eye candy the whole movie's eye candy and it doesn't it doesn't fail at that you know I, I'd say in, in terms of entertainment factor it's through the roof in my opinion okay. in my opinion Michael uh yeah I love this movie I really do yeah um, there's there's something about it the the pace it, it does have and I'll get to this a little bit later um, there are a few pacing issues uh, in this movie uh, but for the most part it's a it's a pretty nice breeze. You know, it, it really, it's fairly focused, uh, knows what it is, and, and it also knows what it isn't, and it plays to its strengths, and uh, I love that it's the kind of movie that kind of pokes fun, gentle fun at, at Bond movies, and yeah, the spy. The, the whole gentleman uh, spy thing, yeah. The whole genre and everything, and uh, it has, it's it's very, and again, I'll talk more about this shortly, but it's very self-aware. Um, it's even it's even got some meta commentary that, that uh, within the movie, so that's pretty awesome as well. Uh, but I think that it's it's a pretty excellent screenplay. Um, I enjoy it as a kind of movie that is both very heavy on an action, but is also just hilarious. You know, like. It doesn't take itself too seriously. There you go. This this movie, and like I said, it, it knows what kind of movie it is. That the Matthew Vaughn knows the kind of movie he's making. The actors are all on board. They're they're totally committed. Uh, they they're put in good performances too. Right. Oh. This isn't just a paycheck either for a lot of these actors. I mean, when you have like Michael Caine and and some some very Mark Strong and some just some very strong you know British. Yeah actors jordan long jordan long some some of these I'm guys of could, who the hell's jordan long some guys could just go in and just say their lines and, and get paid a bunch of money it doesn't mean much to them but you know when a really good actor is giving a bad performance just collecting a paycheck like like hamming it up or phoning it in really uh but in this movie i felt like everyone was like and, i'm i'm and, totally on board with this and it has mark hamill you know what I mean? Like, what, has freaking Luke Skywalker in it? What more do you want? Yeah, yeah. I was like, great. oh damn, that's Luke. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, thumbs up, thumbs down for this movie, uh, Sarah. Thumbs up. I would recommend people see it. Okay. Uh, Rake. Um, let me think here. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely thumbs up. This is probably one of my stronger thumbs up. At a seven degree angle. Or... Yeah, no, this is this is this is, the this moon. is a solid ninety degree angle. <laughs> yeah, solid. Solid. Uh, yeah, definitely thumbs up for me, for sure. Um, if you if you haven't seen this movie, uh, I suggest you know stopping the recording, go watch it, come back and and listen to the rest of the review, because. Uh, We'll definitely be talking more about the Kingsman, uh, Kingsman, the Secret Service. So we're going to move on to our spoiler section, and we'll do that uh, now. So, all right. So if we look at the the kind of the events that play out in this movie, we open 
Sarah, as you said, with that flyover, right? We've got Dire Straits playing. Oh, um, and it's just like Sweet. weird CGI for the opening. Mm, true. It was a weird it was a weird CGI. Because you don't see it again anywhere else. Exactly. But it's also almost like it's just they... like I don't know, it's something you'd see in something that had a lower budget. It's yep. not it's Agreed. very kind of um, yep. comical esque looking and yep. cheesy. Yeah. 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 It, it, you're exactly right. Yeah, that was yeah, my but, original, like, nope, what's nope, going on. You're, you're spot on. You're probably like, oh, my Lord, what in the world do they want us to watch? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, you know, when I looked at the opening scene, I'll admit, even now, even knowing, you know, what happens in that opening scene that we see uh, with all the guys in the room, um, I remember the first time I watched it, I, I thought, what's going on? Like, I couldn't understand what had just happened. Like, even after we exited that scene and, and kind of, you know, moved on, I was trying to figure out what I just witnessed because I couldn't figure it out. And, like, like okay. the guy with the grenade in his mouth, it's the tiniest explosion. Literally, they could just take two steps back and all they'd be is in the splash zone. No one needed to die. It was like... Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that bothered me. I was just like, it's it's a small explosion. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? The door is right there. Just walk out of it. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so... so I'll tell you what, though. Scene. I mean, even with what? that opening scene, you know, where he comes into the house, you know what I mean, and starts... The one where they rescue Mark Hamill. I'm going to go mm-hmm. there. I don't want to call it rescue because it gets rescued like twice. <laughs> but like even from that moment, I thought, you know, thought, man, this is going to be some good action. You know what I mean? Just once again, I'm going to go back to the choreography. You know, I mean, usually you don't see that good of choreography unless it's done in Asian cinema. Yeah, that's one thing that they didn't like. There was never any fault with is the choreography and the fight mm. scenes. Like, that was all yeah, great. right. I think the Amazing. only thing that like bothered me is that um the girl who has like the uh metal feet uh gazelle yeah yes. it's when she slices arnold in half and i'm like who the hell did not hear her coming up like <laughs> yeah. that was my problem like did because she doesn't have felt on those things you can hear her clanking around <laughs> like true but yeah other than that that was my only little minor tidbit that was you know i thought out. it was kind of cool to have her be your henchman you know what I mean? To have that girl be a henchman. She's pretty badass. A... Yeah, I like that. You don't see that a lot. Yeah, especially. Yeah, and in the it's usually a in dude. the vein of Bond movies. Yes. Because if you look at the old Bond movies, like they always had a henchman and that has like some had... quirky power or something, right? Some like whatever. Yeah, yeah. a metal. And... Well, look at you know Jaws. You know he had the teeth. You know what I mean? Yep. And yeah, you could tell it's almost Bond spoof like. Yeah, very much. That, that's a. Well, that's yeah. exactly what this movie is. Like I yeah. said, it pokes it pokes fun. It kind of spoofs the spy and Bond, you know. Films. I'll tell you what, I enjoyed this movie more than I've enjoyed the last, I don't know, twenty Bond movies. <laughs> like, Amen. you know, yeah, right. Like, yeah, this is what I always wish Bond would be. I know you that know, Michael's going to disagree, but yeah, Daniel well, Craig, yeah, he, I hate him. See, I always like the Roger Moore ones that were a little more campy and a little more funny, and you know, what I mean, that's the that's the Bonds I liked. But uh, we're not here to talk about. Bond, we're going to be outvoted yeah. by Michael. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael's over there wiping his eyes, <laughs> you know, he's crying over there. But oh, I'm wiping my tears of blood. Away. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Soon to be our blood, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. That comes later. Uh, <laughs> I think he's getting at this Hannibal thing a little hard. That's easy, Michael. Easy. Okay. That's right. He pulls uh, like a clockwork orange away. and puts us in yeah. like a seat, pries our eyes open, and makes us watch all of Daniel Craig's Bond movies. Uh, <laughs> on a loop. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I would be just like, take the eye. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> all right, so uh, should we jump ahead to our favorite scene? I think we I all. Know, or, like... or, or am I rushing it? Let yeah, let let's kind of give a rundown of what, what you know the plot here. <laughs> uh, so, so obviously, this whole scene goes down in the beginning uh, where 
the guy dies, and then we see um, Lancelot, in, a.k.a. Colin Firth, yes. uh, a.k.a. Harry. He, he actually goes and tries to give like this, this medal to his wife, and she's all like, I don't want your medal. I want my husband back. He gives it to this little boy, and it turns out that that will be the main character of the movie. It's mm-hmm. a- uh, Eggsy. And then after that, we jump forward in time, and now Eggsy is what in his early twenties. Yeah. And uh, I wrote in my notes to, when he gave the kid the medal. Oh yeah, give the child a get out of jail free card, and then sure enough, that's exactly what it ends up being. Yep. So Eggsy gets into some trouble. Uh, they could put him in jail for what they said, like sixteen months or eighteen, 18 months, months, something like yeah. something like that. Eighteen months. He calls the number. It gets him out of jail. Uh, Harry takes him to a local pub. Uh, they have a conversation, uh, and then some some thugs come in because uh, the guy that kind of runs that gang has been dating his mom. Uh, right, she to, took to, a downward spiral from oh, yeah. the beginning to where she is yeah. now. Like, damn, what happened? You got to be yeah, getting money yeah. from your a military man's death, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like she's almost living in poverty. Yeah, exactly. Point. Like, she just looks like, you know, kind of white trash. And, like, what happened? Like, she was finely clothed and classy when we first saw her. Maybe that's how they live over the pond. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. Always trashy. <laughs> totally classy. Yes, sir. No, no dentists for miles. <laughs> nope. Uh, well, we know that's always an issue with so the British. Now, so now that I've completely offended all our English viewers... <laughs> Uh, We've alienated you. Well, oh. Yes. Yeah. That that drops our our listeners in half. That's Thanks, right. We, that's right. We still yeah, right. We still got our Canadians. Thank you, Sarah. Yay. We still got our Canadians. Canadians back us. Well, don't worry. I'm sure we'll say something to annoy and uh, cause them to go away as well. Yeah, I got a couple of things, <laughs> but we'll save them. We're all watch, We're all listening to this in our igloos. I know. It's okay. Okay. So. Uh, so. Uh, he kind of takes out these guys and initially is going to wipe Eggsy's memory away, but Eggsy convinces him that he's good at keeping a secret. And that ultimately leads Harry to taking Eggsy under his, his wing and uh, they need to replace the member that they lost. So that's why Eggsy is kind of in the running to become the next Kingsman along with, I believe, what, like 10 other people, 10 or 12 other people. Yeah. Uh, Got, uh, basically, people about his own age, somewhere in like the 18 to 22 years old or so. Um, and they go through these these uh, tests that, uh, you know, that, that test their ability at marksmanship and survival and working as a team. Uh, but all of them are real assholes. Oh, yeah. I mean, except for the girl. Like, she's the only one that isn't. Uh, she still would have I mean, shot her dog. <laughs> so she's kind of off my yeah. book on that. Okay, well, all right. Well, anyway, I mean, in terms of, like, her, how she treats Eggsy, she doesn't treat him badly. I mean, she's actually the only person, the only other recruit that actually treats him as, like, a normal person. The other ones are just snobs, you know? They're all like, where did you go to school? Did you go to Cambridge? Did you go to, you know? Silver spooned mouth breathers. Pretty much. Exactly. Um so they go through all these tests. People, you know, end up dropping out uh, as they kind of fail, and ultimately it's left to the to the girl in Exy, and Exy fails his test, uh, but ultimately gets pulled back in via Harry. Uh, Harry goes and gets well, the scene of a lifetime, <laughs> the greatest scene ever filmed. Uh, that's what Rekha oh. would say. Um, in the church, oh uh, my god, what a Harry mess. dies. Well, we need and to talk then, about the church. Yeah, and then oh. so then uh, Eggsy brings down Valentine, who's the the main villain, because he's going to basically wipe out most of the population by causing everybody to kill each other. And they ultimately stop uh, Valentine and uh, Gazelle, and Eggsy gets his reward. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one thing that bothered me endlessly. It was so weird. And they even, there was like an editing thing where, you know, he was saying one thing and then like edited it and he was saying another thing. It was like a weird editing shot. And I was like, what the f- 
frick just happened? Like, did you guys run out of money yeah. or something? Yeah, I hate bad editing. But and her jail cells and fucking sex fort. Like, come on. <laughs> it was just like this. Just took a really, really cheesy turn. <laughs> you you had a good movie going on until this moment. Yeah. Well, we you know I guess uh, trying to defend that, and I'm only gonna try to explain that, that those I... cells. We don't know what they were initially uh... built for anyway. And I think Valentine doesn't want the people in there to, to to suffer. I mean, he'll keep them in there, but as long as they're there, they may as well be comfortable. He's not the kind of person I think that is sadistic. Well, I mean, okay, he is, but you know, he's the kind of person that doesn't like to even see blood, you know, or hear people in pain or screaming. So yeah, I think it, it leads me to believe he's Michael not going to about how this movie doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's just one of those moments where they're like, hey, you know what I mean? What would be kind of cool? <laughs> you know? Throw the and... kid a bone or a boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, possibly. Yeah. Well, apparently the princess is up for pretty much anything. So. Yeah, apparently she's really lonely in there. He did save the world. I really liked Eggsy. I, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, what's his name? Taron Eggert? Eggert? Egg, yeah. Taron Egerton. Egerton. I'm surprised he hasn't done more blown up bigger. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because he's really good. Yeah, he's very charismatic. Yeah. You know? Completely I mean, great. I know he's just I know he's just a little dude, but you know, Tom Cruise is a little dude. You know? Yeah, and he's massive. And for, and for, right. So I mean, although, you know, maybe over in Britain this dude is big time. I don't know. But, you know, I was really expecting after this movie for this Taron kid to blow up a little more, but Maybe he's going to take the sequel. I don't know. Maybe. But he's going to be well, in the Billionaire Boys Club and something else big that's coming out, too. Hmm. But okay. So well, maybe he's making well, some progress. Yeah, maybe. you yeah. got to remember, usually when someone kind of breaks out into something popular, it takes a couple of years before like that movie they broke out in where they, we start to see the movies that they've been able to get into because of that movie so it, it might take you know two or three years till we see the the fruit of the kingsman and yeah. what it's enabled him to do so yeah true. but true. let's um yeah let, let's talk uh about well you know let's let's continue talking about the acting let's talk about uh taron Egerton because i wanted to bring him up as well and specifically the character of Eggsy. Um, if there's one thing I think this movie does really well when it comes to the characters, and I don't think everybody fares really well because I just think the nature of the movie and this, the pace at which we see the events kind of play out, because it's a pretty quick-moving movie. It's two hours and nine minutes, but yeah. things move pretty fast. Um, I think that Eggsy obviously is the main character here, yeah, our protagonist. I think he's the most strong character here, and he's the one that we see the most growth from because he has, I think, for one, room to grow. Um, I really like what he did with the character. I like pretty much everything about him. Um, but I think that if there's one character that really was three-dimensional and well-rounded, it was certainly um, Eggsy. Hmm. Yeah, he was definitely an interesting character, and they kind of, you know went through a storyline and made it relevant and, you know, especially with the metal and it all kind of tied in. Yeah. It was a good character. Uh, very good acting on his part too. Definitely like that. Yeah. Uh, Raker, what are your thoughts on, uh, on his character uh, arc? And I think, yeah, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying about, you know, how I'm surprised he didn't blow up because I thought he did a fine job. You know, I mean, it's not, it wasn't the deepest role. You know what I mean? It's not like you're trying mm -hmm. to delve into his psyche and, you know what I mean, this or that. It was just, you know, he was that character. You saw him mature from a, you know, street thug, quote unquote, bad boy, into a kingsman, you know, a noble spy. And it, and it all made sense, you know what I mean? By the time it was the end of the movie and there he was in his suit, it was like, okay. You know, you believed it because of what you saw of him for the past two hours. Yeah, he looked good in a suit. Yeah. Yeah. He mm -hmm. he 
Michael. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, it turns out he spent months and months on end uh, training and uh, eating properly. He, he said he had to do a complete overhaul of his lifestyle in terms of specifically uh, what he ate. Don't they all? Uh, uh, yeah, and they do, but um, it, it, it paid off because I think obviously the shirtless scenes um, mm. be definitely – He's definitely shredded uh, in those scenes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You can't have that character not be in pretty decent shape, you know? Yeah. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't know, be believable it, while he's doing, you know, front flips and, you know what I mean? <laughs> like twisting around people. And and parkour. Doing like, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. He, yeah. He literally, I wonder if that was really him doing that parkour. I doubt it. But that was a pretty cool scene. It definitely looked like he did it. Yeah, he may have. Hey, I know I know Colin Firth did eighty percent of wow. all of his own stunts and uh, wow. um, fight scenes. He's so badass, yeah. though. Like he's it's just all, awesome. Yeah. Colin Firth is very underrated. Yeah, seriously, big time. Yeah, it, and, I, and and speaking of acting, I think Sam Jackson, even though his character as the antagonist, um, Valentine, even though his you know evil character was kind of corny it was still it was still cool you know what i mean i, I like the twist he put on it you know what i mean I, I thought i thought sam jackson does what sam jackson does you well, know he just does good <laughs> yeah yes and no i mean okay what? let me explain um please explain, i think Michael. i mean i think that this is actually one of the best acting jobs that sam jackson has done hmm. in a while and because a lot of the the Sam Jackson mannerisms aren't here in this role. Mm. Like, for one thing, he he takes the role seriously. He's the one that came up actually with the lisp, really? right? That wasn't in the screenplay. Huh. He he talked to Matthew Vaughn about it. Uh, he said, you know, look, I want to try this out. Uh, you know, when they first started filming, he did it, and it actually it stuck. And they're like, yeah, we like this. Keep doing it. Um, so this was you know, developed by him. It wasn't something that he was told to do. But, you know, you don't have, for the most part, like you don't have the, the Samuel L. Jackson screaming scenes. A lot of the stuff that's kind of his trademark. Yeah, Pulp Fiction uh, stuff. Yeah. Like that isn't really here much in this movie. He's a different kind of character. He plays yeah. him straight. Uh, I just think, you know, he did a great job. And, and one of the things I like about Valentine is – I, I, you know, it's actually a pretty great villain, you know, like this guy, this guy has developed a way to cause the population of the world to essentially annihilate itself, to do a big calling of the, you know, of the world's population so that, you know, the resources don't get drained nearly as quickly that will survive as humanity here, um, I think honestly, it's a pretty great uh, villain, and it's it's a villain that I think would be worthy of a Bond movie. I 100 percent agree. Yeah, me too. Yep. Okay. Just the over top, <laughs> you know, over the top of it. You know what I mean? Just like that, the over the top quality of that character. I think it makes it a would be a cool Bond villain. Absolutely. Right. Uh, let's see some of the other people here. We have Mark Strong. Who plays Merlin? Um, solid oh, actor. Always, always. Um, he he just does a good job here. You know, he's a kind of, I think the kind of actor like you can always expect him to come in and do his job and do it well. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, oh, the girl. Uh, Roxy. Roxy. Um, I can't think of the actress's yeah, I don't know. name. I don't know her name. Uh, it is. Okay, we're not going to show up in the main credits, apparently. Hold on. <laughs> to see full cast. I take it she hasn't uh, done much. Sophie Cookson. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. I So I thought she did a good job as well. Um, I like that there was this nice rapport between her and Eggsy. Um, you know, whether that you felt like there was some kind of like romantic aspect to that or, or not isn't really all that important, especially in this movie. Um, but I like that there was, you know, a connection there between these two people who were fighting for the same position. But ultimately, when it came down to it at the end of the movie, like 
like we're we're a team. You know, we got to work together, and none of that matters anymore. So okay, so um, sorry, looking at I saw oh, apparently not. Oh, she must be in the next one. Okay, I saw Julian Moore's name. Oh yeah, she's in the next one. Okay, <laughs> it's like. Uh, I did not just miss <laughs> Julian Moore, but okay, the next one, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, of course, you have Mark Hamill and Michael Caine. Big big names. Yeah, Stalwarts. Michael Caine. I mean, really. Been in everything. Awesome. Yeah. awesome, awesome. He always is. He's just so solid, such a solid yeah. actor. You can yep. do any so, role. I think. I think all the acting in this movie, I think, was was really really yeah. good you yeah, know well it, casted yep people well that casted. can do their job and do it well whether it's a small role big role no weak links i didn't feel like there were any real weak links here uh in this movie in terms of acting no. i thought everyone just did a good job totally um okay so what do, what do we think about um the the directing i mean how do you think matthew vaughn directed this movie good job other than yeah, the some odd, you know, kind of flop moments, most ninety plus percent of it was pretty cohesive and, you know, a pretty great job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, what else to say about the guy? I mean, obviously, this is the guys that did uh, First Class, Kick Ass. You know what I mean? I could see some hints of Kick Ass in this movie. You guys? Yeah, it's like um, you know, with James the Bond meets, meets Kick-Ass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Kick-Ass was uh, kind of like this movie. Kick-Ass was a bit of a send-up of, you know, superhero movies. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's kind of a similar tone. You know, Kick-Ass was very violent, but it was also kind of made fun, but also embraced superhero movies kind of like... This is a send-up of spy movies, specifically Bond films, but it's also violent and, yep. you know. So it, it's kind of has a very similar feel to it because I think both movies come uh, at the spoofing, you know, of their respective genres on the same level, you know. Apparently, so. um, Kingsman 3 has already been announced, too. Jeez. So there you go. They must think highly of the next one. Well. It's probably going to be a Channing Tatum spinoff. Oh, God, don't even. <laughs> the the <know>. Statesman. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that kind of, you know, and I hate to talk about this before we see the movie, but I'm kind of a little disappointed that, you know, now we're going to talk about Statesman and, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know. It was kind of cool keeping it in its own area. You know, well, having this whole thing be a British thing, this whole Kingsman. Oh, are they and, going well, to, like, was... America in the next one? Yeah, well, you're getting some American... Uh, yeah, I think they do go to America, don't they? Uh, I think so. I think they do. At least where, for a bit. That's where Channing Tatum's character comes in. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, see. I will say this. From what I've heard, and again, I know we don't want to get into this too much, but from what I've heard from somebody who's seen the film, he was very worried about that same thing, right? Okay. But he did say... After you get into the movie, you understand it. It it's okay. It's fine. It's acceptable. Like, it's acceptable. Like okay. I think you'll come out. You may, maybe not appreciate it, but you certainly won't find it. I think to be uh, a weak aspect of the movie. All right. So how the hell did he see guess it already? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, well, certain people have perks. Oh, he must work like, like a movie to... theater or something, eh? They must have yeah. their own. They must have their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so let let's talk about uh, you know the action sequences. I know Rake, you love oh. the action here. Why yeah. don't you talk about it? I mean, I'm going to try not to scene. get too personal here because you know, I mean, <laughs> last thing you guys want to hear is my history in cinema. You know, but I've, been I've always in been cinema. <laughs> well, yes, that's, I I am I am in cinema, but no. Um, <laughs> I've always liked the Hong, the Kung Fu flicks. I've always been a huge fan of Kung Fu flicks, like since, you know, I was just little. And, you know, when I see good choreography, especially in fighting scenes, you know, I, I definitely, I study it, look for, you know, how, how well it was done. And this movie, 
I think does a very, very good job of, uh, you know, choreographing the action scenes, whether it be fight scenes or just basic action, you know, whether it be totally. a car chase or just anything. Just I don't know who Matthew Vaughn hires, but or hired for this movie specifically, but man, they, they knocked it out of the park with that part of the movie. Yeah, it was very well done, very cared for too, just not like... Yeah, here, go and try this out and see how well yeah. you do. Like it, it looked like they've been practiced for months. Yeah, right. I mean, just even with the scene where uh, Colin Firth goes and beats up the guys in the bar. Yep. You know, I mean, right, right in the beginning, it was like, wow, that was really, really cool. It was very you know, badass. He, he hooks his, you know, cane or his umbrella around a the drink. Uh, yeah, and it just goes flying right at the dude's face. You know what I mean? Like yep. it was just awesome. Just, just awesome. It's one of those things that you know, especially. Not that women can't enjoy violence either, but I think a lot of guys were just like, yeah, you know, almost like a 300 moment there, you know, just like, yeah, just real cool, badass. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And then you yeah. get like the most amazing and, and scene, it, which is the church. Yeah. But I mean, like there's a couple scenes in that movie that have just that, you know, kick-ass factor to oh, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a couple scenes. I think even the end, like the fight between Eggsy and uh, Gazelle, I thought was really, really cool. She you know? must have like really worked at that to <sighs> the get way she was right. like kind of spinning around and almost like break dancing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's what I was thinking her. too. That was just so so cool. Like, this girl well, must tear dancer. it up. Oh, she is yeah. okay. There you go. I'm like yeah. she must tear it up on the dance floor. <laughs> right. Amazing. Just like man, there's about five six scenes in that movie that are just like, wow, that was very very well done. Yeah. And then of course the church scene, which is I think anyone that sees this movie will always remember the church scene. Yeah, if they can't remember anything else, I guarantee they remember the church scene. It's probably the best scene of the whole movie. Like, yeah. You're just you're studying it the whole time and watching yep. it, you're shocked by every single turn. And this is where my favorite line comes from. Oh, I was just going to ask, like, what is this favorite line? So it, when Colin Firth is sitting in the church and he goes to get up to leave and the woman's like, mm. where do you think you're going? And like he just kind of sighs, like I'm a Catholic whore, currently enjoying Congress out of wedlock with my black Jewish boyfriend who works in a military abortion clinic. So hail Satan and have a lovely afternoon. <laughs> I like paused, rewound it, played it again, laughed my ass off. <laughs> I was like, okay, this movie has my money now, just for that line alone. <laughs> yeah, that that's brilliant. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> Especially with the British accent, like, hail Satan, have a lovely afternoon. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was that was super cool. Yeah, for me, I love that, that scene. I think it's it's brilliant. I think the choreography was amazing. Um, just everything that needed to go into that scene, all the all the actors, all the people with all the action and mayhem and and just the carnage around around Harry. Not that he wasn't inflicting a lot of that himself, but there were still like people hacking each other to pieces. The one guy shoves a the spike through another guy's chest. You know, another guy, you know, shoots another guy in the head and then that guy gets hit you in know, the back with a board and You it's... know what it reminds me of? Like I don't know how many plays you guys go to, how much theater you go to, but occasionally you go to a play or whatever and there's that one scene that is so well done and you just it just like blows your mind how in the world did they pull that scene off <laughs> you know what i mean like like with that with that church scene like the choreography to have all those people in that church be able to consistently interact from one person to the other and this person hits this person and that person falls back and meanwhile this guy's getting stabbed and just to have that pulled off you know this in a in a play people stand up and just start clapping you know what I mean? Like people just, yeah. they cheer right after that scene. You know what I mean? And that's what that scene reminded me of. Like that was that one scene you're just like, wow. You just almost want to stand up and, you know. Bravo, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely I bet they brilliant. spent weeks choreographing uh, and rehearsing that scene. Yeah. If that, if that didn't get an MTV movie award, I don't know what should. Yeah. And like, yeah. those are pretty dangerous scenes too. Like, sure. um, the beginning, like the first test with the water, I heard that like something went wrong the first time they did it, and like 
the cameras and the thing went kind of haywire, and everyone was just kind of trapped underwater, all the actors, and they had to be pulled out one by one. Wow. Wow. Yeah, let me hear. Let me pull up what he's reading. Uh, course. That's pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad everyone is safe, but I'm just saying that's, wow. Yeah, let's see. Uh, here we go. I thought that was just cool in itself, just that scene even. You know, the way they tested oh, all yeah. the Kingsmen, like, that was neat. Really creative. Oh, yeah, definitely. Really creative. You know, the way the railroad tracks dropped from underneath them when they thought they were mm-hmm. going to get ran over. Like, that's cool. You that's know? A, it's a nice test. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you have to see a train coming and you're being grilled and like, hey, I could die right now or I could give up the Kingsmen. I mean, at this point, who cares, right? And yeah, because you're going to get smushed. Yeah. 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 yeah so. True. Yeah. yeah, that was really neat. Just so much about this movie is just so cool. Like, really. And yeah. Vaughn says um, it was the first day of filming that this happened. Uh, the water scene. Uh, the computers went rogue. And um, the acting you see, it's not like acting. They were actually terrified when that happened. And then when they're all panicking, that legit happened. They weren't prepared for it. <laughs> so that's wow. their true reactions. Wow. That's kind of terrifying. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> How in the world do you keep calm in that? <laughs> How do you go for a second take? <laughs> Boy. It's like, okay, we gotta do it again. No. <laughs> I ain't getting back in there. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, it, it's um, it's a pretty great scene in and of itself, that water scene. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really like about this movie is just the, the whole idea of the Kingsman. And how it's kind of steeped in this, like, King Arthur, Lancelot, Knights of the Round Table, because that's essentially what they are. You know, everyone, every one of the Kingsmen has a name from one of the Knights in the Round Table. So, of course, Harry is Lancelot. No, 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 he's Galahad. He's he's Galahad, sorry. Um, And then they're trying to actually find the next Lancelot. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I love, like, the whole idea behind it. And it's just, like... Very British, but still awesome. Um, so I really enjoyed that aspect of the movie. Just that aspect, I think, is is really great. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so I I did uh, have a couple of questions, and I guess also a couple of criticisms. So I kind of want to throw these out and get your takes on this whole thing. So um so once once Eggsy was out of the running, right? He fa- he fails to shoot the dog, which was his test, his final test. Shoot the dog, if you shoot the dog, just crazy. You're you're in. Um which of course there were blanks, but you know, he he failed the test. Uh, he didn't shoot the dog and so uh Roxy became Lancelot. Um I feel like from the moment he left and went home to when Harry like brought him back in his car because he was gonna, he was going to go in and confront his mom's boyfriend who by the way is abusing her like physically and you know and emotionally abusing her um one of my complaints in this movie is that I don't feel like there was enough time in between him not passing the test and Harry bringing him back into the fold, you know, like it was like within a couple of minutes, he's like, goes from I'm kicked out. I'm stealing this car to Harry's bringing me back here because I'm going to go in and beat these guys up or try to. And, Oh, by the way, since you're here, let me tell you why you need to consider, you know, what you want your life to mean. I do you want it to mean something? So be a Kingsman or not. Um, I just feel like there wasn't enough time for like, Eggsy to kind of really understand that he failed to pass the test and for us as an audience to kind of see him at his lowest point. Right. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't feel like there was that lowest point, that moment where he's like, okay, what do I do with my life now? You know, I don't, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on that? I just, I thought there wasn't any room to breathe there. You know, with yeah, that. Like, uh, I, I do understand that, you know, it's already like a two hour and 10 minute movie. So, you know, I can live without them kind of having that acclimating point where he's in between, you know, being kicked out and being put back into the Kingsman's like, 
yeah, I would probably rather keep that 10 minutes and not have to see it because it is yeah. pretty long. Yeah, agreed. I mean, for a movie that's as fast-paced as it is, I think if you were to add another 5, 10 minutes of you know him at the lowest point, I think would have been pushing it. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it, I think it would have ruined the pacing, and I think it's just un, unfortunately unnecessary. Um, right. I I understand. You know. I, I but understand no, I, I, at the same time, I completely agree with you. I mean, I literally just finished it up again tonight. You know, rewatching it, and I same exact thing. I I hundred percent agree with you, Michael. Like it was just like he's out and he's in within literally two minutes of the movie, and it's like, wait yeah. a minute, you know, you totally forget that he was ever even kicked out. You know what I mean? It didn't have weight to it. No, right. There you go. Perfect. Precisely. That's that's perfect. That's the way yep. to put it because it it um it steals that moment away yeah. from the movie as a strong point. You know, they could have, they could have done a thing where they played like kind of a because they you know music was a strong factor in this movie. Um, they could have done like an older song that was kind of a you know sad song if you will, and it kind of showed him kind of bumming around and. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe missing that, that girl and stuff like that. <laughs> and then kicked into him, you know, returning to the Kingsman. Well, I think it wouldn't have taken that long. I mean, I think even two yeah. or three minutes. That's what I mean. Him. Just like just like a typical, you know what I mean? Just a goofy song because they obviously know how to pick good songs for this movie. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, they could easily have just thrown in a song and, you know what I mean, had a couple scenes like, you know, almost like, I don't call them flashbacks, but you know what I mean? Just like little cut scenes. Yeah. About just snippets, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, because see, yeah, see him like kind of walking yep. around, and then yeah. he's like standing in front of the mirror. Like you could even say something like, "What do I do now?" You yeah. know, like obviously he's. It's like um, when you've been shown a different life, and then you have that option taken away from you. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like if you were shown like a world of magic, like if someone came up to you and said, "Okay, um, you can actually do magic." And they took you into this world and you could do it. And then they said, that yeah, we're going to take it away. And then we send you back to like the real world. Do you realize how many people would be driven insane? Yeah. Because yeah. you've just shown somebody something so special and amazing. But now we're going to tell you that you can't actually do that. And I feel like that's exactly what he was in that position. He was just shown this world of the Kingsmen and – this noble life of of being a spy and a protector for the, Following in the his United Kingdom, yeah. right? And so you t- you show him that, and then you say, "No, nope, you didn't pass," and kind of kick you out the door. And I just Sorry. I wanted to see something to kind of make him go, "Man, my how can I live my life now and and go back to the way it was before?" Yeah, so, no, I agree, Mike. I think that that is something that. You know, they should have addressed somehow, or at least added a little more to the... Just sends his yeah. dog in the mail yeah. to them. <laughs> it's like, <you're> <laughs> Can I be in now? <laughs> that dog is the um, cutest effing dog in the world, though. Like, oh, oh I, JB. I love oh, pugs. <laughs> and immediately yeah. when they have all those dogs, I'm like, you better pick the pug. I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah, he's pretty cute. Dorbs. Um... So the other criticism that I had, uh, question, I guess, and criticism, uh, given that there are more Kingsmen, and we know there are, and that you know the world's ending, right? Valentine's ending the world. Why wouldn't Merlin call in reinforcements? Why would he be calling up all the Kingsmen and saying, like, hey, look, the world's going down, guys. Uh, we need everybody here stat. We need all hands on deck. We're doing a t- total assault on on Valentine to stop the end of the world. Like, what are the other Kingsmen doing right now? <laughs> they have busier, pl- like, more important plans right now? Are they playing chess? Are they sitting around reminiscing about old times? I don't understand because these, these guys and girls are, well, these girls girl. and guys are out there. Yeah, and girl, they're out there and... Instead of being on like there, ready to help Merlin and Eggsy and Roxy to save the world, we don't know where they're at. But it doesn't make any sense. You would think you would want, for one, if you had a choice. And don't get me wrong, I understand that Eggsy is the the antagonist or protagonist here. 
why in the world, if you're Merlin, would you want to take two, A, one brand new Kingsman and a recruit that technically was cut? Technically. Um, why wouldn't you be calling up all the people that have been doing this for years and like asking them to come in because we're trying to save the world? Like you would want that experience, right? Uh, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? What's your, your take on that? It does seem like a flaw, you know, like, like you have, this is what you have left of these two guys. Like, where's the rest of the round table of, you know, um, other noblemen and what have you, like, are they on like vacation to here or something like that? Like, yeah, it does seem weird that they're the only people, but it would just take more time to kind of explain why they're the only choices and I can understand it being cut. Yeah. No, I I agree. That's another weakness in the movie. Yeah, it's just oh. another like. That's a good. That's a good criticism, Michael. I agree. Okay. Yeah, I just I remember watching it, uh, and I probably had felt the same way the first time I'd seen it. For whatever reason, it didn't really strike me, um, in it, or annoy me, I guess, until this most recent viewing. Because it's then when I, I suddenly realized at the end that these other Kingsmen are out there and I don't understand why they're not there helping out. Like, it didn't make any yeah. sense. And you know what? There probably is a reason. My bet is in the script, they probably died or something. Um, That's true. But they just cut it out. Like, in terms of editing, they probably cut it out is my guess. But at the same time, given that we don't know... We can't say for sure whether they whether it was a mistake, like they overlooked it, or whether they knew quite well where everybody was at, but they just didn't have time to include it when the movie came out in theaters. Like they didn't put it in the cut because it just probably lengthened the runtime or something. Yeah, probably. That's my guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, let me think here. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Any other scenes? Any other things you guys want to bring up? Before we get to our grade and final thoughts, the, everyone's head exploding was cool, <laughs> and oh, like yeah. fireworks was, coming out of their brains. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know if this movie quite fits into a dark comedy, but there were moments that felt that way. Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like God, yeah. you killed everybody I saved, and all their heads are like it's comical how their heads are exploding. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's just you know that movie just has so much of everything to it that yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why it's good you know it's humorous it's um, serious it's somewhat suspenseful it's you know got cool ideas cool gadgets and so forth I just think it has a lot going for it you know yeah totally yeah I agree sure okay um, I think if that's everything um why don't we get down to our final thoughts and our grades? So, uh, Sarah, take it away. Oh, boy. Uh, so, as a whole for this movie, I do think majority of the time it's a pretty amazing movie. It's, you know, the church scene is by far the the peak of excellence this, this, that this movie offers. Uh, there's some odd moments at the beginning at the end that just kind of don't seem to fit or were just kind of poorly edited or written. But I can kind of gloss over that for the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, it was pretty great. And um, there's some really great concepts in it as well. Um, I like the parachuting scene quite a bit. Um, when they try to have to work together. <laughs> and he's parachutes like there the whole time. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, that's such a dick thing to do. Uh, but it's great. It's great writing. Um, yeah, I'm going to rate it. <laughs> It's a B plus for me. B plus, that's a fair grade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Let's slide. What, it's too low for you? <laughs> Says the guy who gave my labyrinth like a C. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, Rick, uh, why don't you go next? Um... I'm, I'm. Final thoughts. I think it's just a great, 
innovative movie. Um, I just said it there a little bit ago. You know, it has so much in it. You know, it's funny. It's got great choreography. It's got great acting. A pretty cool story, even though there's quite a few holes there. Um, it's, it's one of those movies that you want to see a sequel when it's over. You know? Yeah. You want to see you want to see what Eggsy does as a Kingsman now. You know, what you know, like the further adventures of Eggsy, you know what I mean? It's one of those deals that you want to see and I think you know, this movie really really pushes that. And I think any time a movie can do that, you know, uh applause applaud it, you know, it's 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 good. So um you know, I think I've said pretty much everything I can about it throughout the whole review. I just, I have a hard time. I, now, Michael's criticisms were fair, absolutely. Um, there were some scenes that were a little too rushed and, uh, you know, you just not waited enough. But overall, I thought it was a very good movie, and I'm glad the sequel's coming. And uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk about it later. I hope it lives <laughs> up to, I, I hope it lives up to the first one because so many times the sequel tanks you know what i mean yeah I'm really, totally. I'm really hoping that this sequel doesn't ruin what kingsman is to me or to the people that really really enjoy it so uh i give it an a just a, just a just a straight up a you know, no <laughs> plus no minus just straight straight a kind of like my report cards as a child <laughs> sure <laughs> was that after you sharpied over the f <laughs> yeah pretty much man i wish i would have photoshop back then damn it right yeah. Raker, Raker's got white out. He used a lot of white out back then. Yeah, that <laughs> teacher made a mistake. Teacher made a lot of mistakes. Yellow construction paper. It was on a yellow piece of construction paper. <laughs> okay, so for me, um, I think it's a really fun movie. Um, one of the aspects I really enjoy about it is that it's self-aware. Mm. Uh, it, like it literally makes fun of itself. But it's also very meta as well. For instance, there are lines in the movie where they talk about like, well, if this was a Bond movie, this is what would happen. Yeah. Uh, even at the end when uh, Eggsy is going to, to kill Valentine, Valentine's like, is this the moment where you say a really bad pun? Yeah. And Eggsy says something like, well, like you told Harry, this isn't that kind of movie. And I, I, I like that, that it's literally very that meta that it's commentating on itself as a movie uh, as compared to, uh, you know, a Bond movie. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's really great stuff. Um, I really appreciate all of that. Uh, I think the the acting, I think, was, was pretty much superb. Um, the directing was good. Uh, yeah, there were some story stuff that I, I wasn't that big a fan of. Um, I feel like there was a little more that could have been done in certain spots. Uh, pacing suffered a little bit around the beginning of the third act. Um, but the Kingsmen and why they weren't called the others uh, was the one thing I really feel like bothers me uh, more than anything else. Uh, because it just seems like a weird oversight and to not provide a reason didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but uh, for a movie that gets so much right, I'm willing to, to overlook the little that it got wrong. So for me, I'm going to give this an A- uh, because it is a movie that's definitely worthy of an A, but it's not so good. Like, it's not flawless. Um, and, I, and I just can't give it more, I think, than an A-. minus. But it's still a really good movie and one Brutal. that uh, I definitely own. Brutal. Hey, so we all go. have pretty fair grades. Yeah. Okay. Right in that spectrum of B plus to... A, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's pretty good for a movie. Yeah. I think know? so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. It looks like that's uh, pretty much it for us. Uh, Sarah, how can they send in emails and tell us money. how good or bad we did? Money. <laughs> oh, money. It's just the money. It's just money in two. Money, the yeah. teacher always like money. money. PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> was your paypal account address michael we'll teach for monies <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right so if you guys would like to email us or send us a voicemail about this movie or movies you'd like to have us you know review in the future you can do so by sending that to freaking geeks media gmail.com or reaching out to us on twitter at freak geeks media 
Also, we have our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash freaking geeks, where we have all kinds of other content and subscriber levels. We give away loot crates on a monthly basis, so you can check that out. And also, if you'd be so kind as to go into iTunes, give us a rating and review, we deeply appreciate it, because it gets us out there and noticed. All right, that looks like that's it for us this week. Uh, we'll see you next week for our review of... Uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. So look forward to that. Until next time, have a good one. See you later. Later, geeks. See you.